everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. Cracking open another Hair Razor Podcast. In this episode, we finish up the Summit League regular season. We grab our beer from EBC and Brookings and take a look at the Summit League brackets. And finally, are we being attacked by Canada? <laughs> I hope so, because okay. that's going to be a short, uh, short battle. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> Let's let's start here. We got the first down guy in here. FDG. Good week. How was your week? Good. Good. Fast. I don't know. How uh, how you handling the snow? I don't know. Got it all. Got got it all gone. We're running into issues with the kids and having to be potentially at school after Memorial Day. No, <laughs> unfortunately, they will You're not be, be there able to be there till the fourth <laughs> of July. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the snow has almost reached the base of the trampoline. Just to... So that's deep. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, everybody else has the same amount of snow, if not more, right? So I'm like, I'm not going to complain because everybody else. Well, it's a listens... beautiful day right out right now, and it's going to melt right. a little bit. Hey. The question I had for you, though. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> the days are getting longer. They are. The sun is out until after mm-hmm. six. It's getting some power. The snow will not be around very long. You're right. That's, about that. that's my feeling on it. How does the. How does Bubs, your dog Bubba, how does Bubs handle the snow? I, uh, he, well, it got, when it got cold, well, when it melted, got cold, it froze enough that I think he just walks on top of it now. Oh, yeah. Right. But his, him going for walks is not enjoyable because all he has is this massive barrier looking up like, like it's He you know, is the low Grand, to the ground. Right. Yeah. Like it's the Grand Canyon. So I was talking to a former hair raiser. Uh, Rhino, and he was uh, basically shoveling like a cul-de-sac outside their back backyard right. for the for dog to dog go down. To take care of its business. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, I had to think about it because uh, last week we talked about crazy laws. This was <laughs> another law came across my uh, came across my desk in terms okay. of I found it interesting. A bill moving through the Florida legislature would forbid dogs from sticking their head out of car windows. Does Bubs ever go for a ride and? Put, puts the head he, up. He does not. We, one, he has no neck. That's true. Because he's a French bulldog. And so a no-neck dog cannot really, I mean, his whole body's going right. to fall He's gone. Right. I mean, he's, he's back heavy. So, so no, he does the, not. He is not allowed to stick his head out the window. Oh, you already have that law. Right, right. That's a self-imposed <laughs> law by the First down guy like, law. Right. He's not, uh, yeah, he's not sticking his head out any windows. I wonder what the issue is because, you know, once you're making laws like that, I would assume all your other troubles are solved within your state. <laughs> right, right. We, we have solved hunger. We have yep. solved housing. We have solved... Homelessness. Uh, anything everything. along the... <laughs> everything. If we're, or it's just the way, like, we need to increase revenue. Let's, let's make this new law so that way we can find a few people that have dogs. <laughs> you know. What about dogs in the box of a pickup? Oh, it, it goes on. Okay. So this would... Perf- prohibit Floridians from allowing a dog to extend its head or any other body part. Well, that's right. That's funny just in and right. of itself. Outside a motor vehicle window while the person is operating the motor vehicle on a public roadway. Also not allow a dog to extend its head or any other body part uh, from, it goes on to have uh, other restrictions, right. which it goes to your uh, uh, pick a box and things right. like okay. that. Do they have the same laws for the actual Floridians or just their I dogs? I can't imagine that the panhandle because... of Florida could get by without. Because <laughs> you know there's got to be some Bubba's down there or their spouses, Miss Bubba, with the head out the window. Absolutely. Right? Like, it's, it's Florida. 
it, I mean, when you when you want to find weird weird things in the news, just what right. is going on in Florida? It right? starts with a Florida man, right? Right. <laughs> Even the chat box, I be whatever whatever our new I. Um, uh, the, well, what am I looking for? Our new our AI, oh, which was they, all the talk the this chat, week. The what is chat it? box chat, IBT right, or something or like that. GPT, it yeah. would just know to say a Florida man. Right, right. It's, have you heard about those things? Once, once you start talking with those things for like longer than it seems like 60 minutes, it starts getting real weird. <laughs> really? No. How, how have we not watched enough movies to know this is a bad idea? Terminator, Matrix, have none of these movies, iRobot, have none of these movies given us enough information to say, you know what, that artificial intelligence, let's just, let's just skip over it. So you're suggesting the computers turn against us. Yes, in, in probably, I would say, five, less than five years. Well, I mean, you might want to look at it like this. I mean, there's no reason for a person to have to look it alone. <laughs> right, I'm going to be out of a job. <laughs> you just run it through. It's going to take all the salient facts. Make a decision. Right. Well, there's a lot of decisions in egg lending that are <laughs> I know. that are based off of you know character. Gut? The five right. The five C's of lending. Character is the first one. So, and I don't think a robot Followed can. By, let's see if we get lucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd find out whether the five C's and one one L. <laughs> That's right. I was just hopeful that I was just finding out. Uh, how Bubs was handling the snow. No, Bubs, uh, I, I don't know. He seems to go out, takes care of things. It, it is deep. <laughs> and he is little. Well, it gets, it gets deep in here, too. Right. right. So, South Dakota State women, they finish off a perfect 22-23 regular season. And as we've said for the last two weeks, they're going to be the number one seed at the Summit League. For the third consecutive season... This is the second time since joining the league that the Jackrabbits have run the table, so having a perfect uh, Summit League record. And they're only the fourth to do that in Summit League history. So there you have your trivia for... Trivia is handled. If you ever have to be asked those questions. Over the week, not much of a challenge for SDSU. They go on the road. They win 86-52 over Kansas City. Haley Timmer leads all scores with 19 points. Maya Sellen goes 17 points on a perfect 7-for-7 shooting night. Peyton Burkhardt and Callie Thiessen also posted double figures for SDSU with Burkhardt contributing 14. Thiessen had 10. I don't know much to say anything about the, the game at Kansas City. That was just SDSU taking care of business at the end of the, at, at the, end of the year over a right. team that they're going to beat. We know they're going to beat them. Not much drama in that one. Nope. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> Commentary, <laughs> right? I, I don't have a whole lot to offer. I'm, I'm... Yeah, and neither did Oral Roberts. Right, right. Uh, I, I, Oral I, Roberts a little bit, kind of. They got to feel a little disappointed at the end of their season, but they they lose ninety two sixty seven down in Tulsa. Sellen scores seventeen first half points. Finished the afternoon with twenty one. Haley Timmer and Paige Meyer each go for fifteen, and Paige Meyer or Haley Timmer goes for fifteen. Paige Meyer goes for fourteen. Tori Nelson goes for eight, followed by Mathewitz and Kaylee. Callie Thiessen was seven apiece. Again, SDSU winning on the road at ORU. I, again, other than the fact, and we might get to this a little bit more when we get to the brackets, a little bit of a disappointing end of the season for ORU. Right. I mean, they, for how well they played against us earlier in the season, you thought maybe they would, they would make a better showing and during they, the year. And they had little glimmers of it. Right. During the season, only to have 
hiccups on the road. Right. I like we've talked all year. It's ours to lose. I don't think it really matters who is who does what, right? I mean, right. And we'll we'll get to the women's bracket. Uh turning to the men's side, SDSU takes care of UMKC at home, seventy three fifty. SDSU is led by Dentlinger, 16 points. Big Dent's Big really Dent. coming around. Big Dent. Uh, Mail goes 13. Alex Arians, 12. William Kyle goes for another 12. Kansas City without Shamari Allen, that's a different team. So we had where, where comp- was he? He is injured for the year. Okay. He's out. Uh, I, had, I know we had talked about Kansas City being in pretty decent Kansas City team. about right. beat SDSU down there in, right. in a thriller, and that was Shamari Allen hitting a three to, to force that action. He's out. That changes everything for UMKC. I, I don't like their prospects in the Summit League, so we'll get to that. I got to ask you, uh, what did you think of the uniforms Thursday night? Oh, I I appreciate the fact that they tried to do a military appreciation uniform. The thought was there. They were terrible. Um, and it was even worse watching it on TV. Because, like, you, one, you couldn't see the numbers. Now, we know everybody, right? But you couldn't see the numbers. No, the numbers blended in very difficult. Um, you couldn't see. The, it was like a third white all the way down. Yep. They looked like they were in pajamas. It did. It, but, they, again, I, I take nothing away from the Right. The military idea. appreciation. Yep. They looked like they were a little small. They mentioned that on Midco that, like, when they tried them on, they're like, ooh, these are <laughs> a little tight. A little, a little tight, guys. Um I I don't know the full. They could have, if you want to do some sort of camo uniform, just like do a camo, like a stripe on it somewhere, just like a small three, four inch camo stripe. I know nothing about fashion. <laughs> let's, okay, let's get that out there or about designing uniforms. I find that shocking. Yeah, right, right. Um, but like, just if if you want to throw some sort of military appreciation, throw a camel stripe down the sides, maybe with your regular uniforms, and then put the numbers in camo. Maybe that would be cool because you could still see them. You know, like a darker blue camo. Yikes! That's, that's, it wasn't. And they weren't. Great. I kind of feel bad because there might be somebody out there going, "I spent two days thinking this through and designing this." And- the funny side. Did they says, auction them off after they, the game? They did. Yes. What they did, did they? What did they sell for? I, I did not stay for that. Okay. Now I think it would be neat at some point. I wouldn't mind one of those auctioned off basketball jerseys and one of the pink basketball jerseys at some point to mm-hmm. try to hang up in my basement with my other football jerseys that I haven't well, hung up yet. You but. may very well get that opportunity during the athletic auction or right, the online right, sales. Right. That that may very well happen. Um, but those those. Yeah. During the game, to to hang up in a basement, like when they showed them, like uh, especially up close, it's like, oh, those look cool. Out on the court, they were not. They they were rough. You you could go to your workouts with those shorts on, though. I'm sure I could. They played, they played right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody probably you. <laughs> which might be might be a good idea occasionally when I'm doing CrossFit because there are times I want mine hiding in a corner. No, really, right? Why is that? Because it gets hard. Oh, <laughs> wait, the workout. The workout. Got right. it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Let's keep this PG here. That's, hey, this is complete grandchildren approved. Right. Here. Not a problem. Bigger game, very entertaining ball game on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. 
over 4,200 come to Frost Arena. Full house. Yep. Uh, watch ORU. On senior day, SDSU loses 69-65. Very nice honoring of the seniors. Again, uh, Alex Arians, Matt Dentlinger, and Aaron Fegan honored before the game as seniors. That group has 110 wins under their belt for their time at SDSU. Yeah. Really? Mims isn't a senior. He is not. Okay. Okay. I, th- I thought he was. You know, you're bringing back... You're bringing back a very good team next. Well, let's not get the too far ahead of ourselves. Right, but you're bringing right. back a great team next year, and then you bring back Luke Apple, who will his right, senior who, season will be next year. Right. Who uh, he, he's got a missed medical, all. What did what did he play shirt. this year? One, two games, maybe. Yeah. If yeah, and he's got a medical red shirt, and right. he's had right. a so, uh, shoulder surgery, and apparently doing fine. So he'll be around next year. Dentlinger, big dent, goes for twenty three. Mayo. 20 mims goes for 10 uh the real key to this one here's well there's two keys Aceman's didn't do anything up until oh, SDS, I, again uh, i was at sam's basketball game went there whenever i had to kind of watch it on gamecast well then so. i'll tell you about it uh, right i uh, need to know about it uh Aceman's did nothing he had, right up until sdsu had to start fouling at the end of the game Aceman's had eight he wasn't hitting anything. Well, he only finished with 12. Yeah, well, that was four free throws. Mimsy shut him down. He was assigned to him for most of the game, and he followed him everywhere on the court and gave him about a half a foot with, to work with. What I feel was the difference is SDSU turned the ball over 17 times. Excuse 17. me. SDSU turned the ball over 15 times, or you had 17 points off those turnovers. Yeah, you can't have that many turnovers. And they were, uh, there was turnovers of Mayo dribbling down the lane, going behind his back, it's tipped. Other times going down into Big Dent or going down into Will and Kyle. You know, they're making their move towards the basket. But right. when they make that spin move, here comes ORU from the backside, tips it away. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a considerable number of the turnovers. It wasn't travels what? or throwing it out of bounds. That, that right. had to make up a lot of them, at least did, how I saw it. Did William Kyle get into foul trouble? He didn't. It just wasn't having a. He, no, he, I mean they got a six or a seven four dude, right? They but, have a seven six dude or seven, like whatever, seven four seven four right. whatever transferred in from wherever last year, who kind of ate us alive in the first game. He can shoot. Um, he he hit two threes for sure. He's no, I I don't believe it. Yep, he it, was one for three on three pointers. No, yep. all right. Well, when, when he shoots a three, it felt like two. Right, right. Just, <laughs> what's he doing out there? <laughs> They had so to or use credit. They had very. They spread out their scoring, whereas we had a big game from Mayo and Dent. And well, because maybe of, they had to. I think right, SDSU if, if decided was, right, that with Ace Ace is not going to beat us. Correct. Okay. And they probably learned a lot from that game. I, I think know. so. Hey, if you don't turn the ball over 15, 15 16 times, 15 right? Times. You you probably win that basketball game. And seventeen points off those right. fifteen and now, numbers. And now close game. You're in their heads a little bit, maybe. I mean, there's. We'll get to it, but there was a couple a spots, a couple rebounds. If SDSU could have secured them, you know, a couple threes that just don't go for Mayo and or Mims. You know, it, uh, Alex Arians was putting the ball up. I mean, it just just a couple things just didn't go their way. Very entertaining ball game. Right. Great. Great atmosphere. Great preview to what we mm-hmm. might see in Sioux Falls. There's there's nothing better in the Summit League than. A full house and frost, whether it's men's or women's basketball, full house and frost. I mean, that's always that's that's why women's basketball teams love coming to Frost is because they don't get that experience very often, 
and also why I think a lot of a lot of other Summit League teams probably enjoy coming to Frost because they a lot of those teams or, or don't maybe, they the don't, maybe they don't, but maybe they don't. But right. you, you've got to love the idea of coming in. I mean, what was it? What was the dude from USD that we had to watch all the time? Was from West Central Mueller. Yep. He loved playing. Well, across, he f- right? he fed off the hate coming out of the right, student section. Right, you, but you've got to have. And yep. granted, he's a South Dakota kid, right? Yep. Um, but if you're these other teams, you've got to feed off that too, right? Like, forty two hundred people are cheering. Oh, I'm yes. going to do something and uh, shut it down. There was, right? I, I mean, there was a distinct time. ORU crowds on its feet. It wasn't Ace Miss. I forget who hit it. He hits a three, and he doesn't do the finger to the lips. The sh- but he's got the. Settle down. Right. Just, just relax. Just, Everybody just, relax. Everybody relax. We got this. You know, I'd, for for a little bit, it was a, kind of an understated taunt. It, if you're if you're going to kind of send a little message to the right. crowd, A, do it with your play, which you did with the three. Which you did. And B, that was an understated, hey, all right, you, can, you all can sit down now. Right. We, we're back in or control. Or just a simple, you know, throw up the three-pointer, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. I mean, It was in nobody's face, but right. you're absolutely right. The crowd's on its feet dagger oh, and that right. happened a couple that's, times too that's what makes the summit league tournament it awesome. absolutely hey so i feel like we're getting ready to look at the bracket but before we do that we got to bring in our beer from ebc we have the nana's butterscotch amber taking a little trip off the off, off the, the sour sours, path right? sour path to, to this afternoon uh, nana's butterscotch amber what do you think I think it's pretty good. You can you can get that that hint that, and it's not an overwhelming hint of butterscotch. It's almost a subtle hint of butterscotch. This is, again, partial to well, it's an amber, so it's not yeah. like it's a dark dark beer no, that not I struggle with, right? No, like right. a, and I'm not a big IPA guy, but this is pretty good. I I I like that. It's a little different with that butterscotch, but yeah, it's good beer. No, good, good job again by EBC. Great job by EBC. Yep, this is a tasty one. Nana's butterscotch, hey. if you want to get that, that's a 4.9. I don't know how long it'll last, but I was there, the cold heart that we uh, had last week. Gone? Yep, blew the keg. Blew the keg. Keg, blown. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, at the end of a keg, you know how you could be pouring in and it just starts spitting air. Oh. That would be. So the- it was just empty. Well, right. Okay. Are you serious? This this the first time you've I don't know, encountered we, that terminology? We froze a is keg in uh, at the White House, or no, at the Peach Pit one well, time. Well, that's what happens when you add salt to ice and <laughs> made it colder. I get the the idea was to cool it down fast. Did, they, but did we? They, did they? Did have you tried the Fear the Ears yet? The blueberry lemon wheat. I'm pretty sure we've had that down here. Yeah, have we? Yeah, we have. Oh, okay. Unless it's under a different name. You know what's what's coming up though? Excited about. On tap, on tap, on yes. tap, on yes. tap at uh, EBC, a barrel aged strawberry golden sour. Ooh, yes. Is, is the staters just gonna buy a keg of that and bring it down for uh, this weekend? I or don't not? think you can do that. The convention center has a number of rules on what you can bring into the. I think they frown upon us bringing bringing food. Get that. We ordered buffalo wild wings and brought it into the convention center. I don't know if they actually like that. Huh. Considering they would sell you food, you know. That's the convention what, center will sell you food? Well, they could set up a much better... We, we right, buy popcorn right, right, because right. we kind of contractually have to. Right. What is the record of kegs that has been drank by SDSU fans? You know, I don't like tournament? to count. <laughs> it's part of your we job. Have, we have faced a very uh, stiff bar tab, though, come April. Right, right. I like as it. As the additional kegs are purchased. Um. 
Yankton Jack's going to buy a keg? Are they tossing in a keg this year? I, I don't know that specifically. I would assume so. Okay. I would assume that we're just rinse repeat of what we did last uh, year. I, it seems to have worked for the past 10 years. Right. Let's take that contract, right. update the dates, right. and, and moving forward. Move, move on. And a uh, number of those details will probably be coming out this week. Right. What time? So we play, women play at... 12.30. What time does the gathering Well, begin? I would assume 10.30. Am I, am I, am I jumping through an a, agenda A little part? bit. Okay. I, I was I'll let you get to, back uh, to the agenda. I was just going we'll to mention the other EBC beer coming up. Yes. The Nerds Candy Sour. That's coming pretty the, soon. The nerds that they're making that with, the candy, what are not you, people. Right. Uh, that was delivered. Nerds. That was delivered Friday, <laughs> Friday to EBC. So it's going to be a Nerds Candy Sour. D- wait, who delivered it? Somebody delivered the nerds or somebody yeah. delivered because they make the beer. Right, the nerds, site. the candy, the, okay, can, the okay. ingredient. Yes. So they got the nerds in. They yes. just didn't go to Walmart and buy just buy out all No, the because they need they need a lot. Okay. Okay. Well. It's bulk. Bulk <laughs> right. nerds. Right. Right. No, you're you're absolutely right. It's it's time to talk Summit League. It's the most It is the most wonderful time of the year. It is is Summit League time. Exciting. We've already... See, we couldn't even stay on track. We're already talking pregame. We can talk talk some more pregame now. I'm looking forward to the convention center again. People can be sure and come out and pregame. What time time is that pregame? Well, I'm going to say 10.30. Two hours before the game? I want to say 10. Well, it could be 10. You, uh, you well, it's probably well, it's probably I will look well, up. it's probably ten to noon because the game starts at twelve thirty. So right. I would I would say that it's going to be ten to noon at the convention center, the big room. Can't miss it. Table will be on the outside. Come on in. Yep. Um, the Thursday before Summit League, uh, Josh Denton will be speaking. Josh Fenton, yes. Fenton, yes, yes the, Fenton, thank you. Yes, at the uh, East Side Pizza, Pizza Ranch. Ranch. That'll start at noon. Get there. Get there and get a seat. Get there maybe 22, quarter to 12. Get your pizza. Normally it's on Friday. But, he's, well, but, but there's games on there's Friday. There's games on Friday. Right. Yep. Right. So he is going to be there. There's a virtual 5K if you haven't signed up. Looks like you can still sign up until April 1st. Uh, they don't have any of the... Okay. No, they don't. They don't but have any of that stuff on the website. I'm sure they, the, the brackets were just finalized. Right. The, actually, the men's wasn't even finalized as of last night. So that came out this morning. Or later last night, probably late last night. Uh, the, I'm sure the alumni association will get that information out here shortly on Monday. But the women, starting with their number one seed, we talked about that. They're going to face the winner of okay. number eight, St. Thomas, and number nine, Western Illinois. St. Thomas and Western Illinois will kick off the Summit League women's side Friday, 12:30, out at the uh, Premier Center. SDSU is clearly as we know, beat both those teams in the past. I don't know what to expect out of that 8-9 matchup. I don't even know if there's anything intriguing Poor about that basketball. one. Poor right? That's what I'm going to say, Eric. Poor basketball just, in that matchup. Hopefully they're just not out there throwing rocks at each other. But All right. I will Let's, plan to go who, watch that one. Who are you picking? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pick Western Illinois in that one. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, the Tommies. All right. All right. In the second game, or our second seed, is going to be the Bison. NDSU gets the second seed by winning at Western Illinois, combined with a UND loss at St. Thomas. This is the uh, high, this is the highest seed that the Lady Bison have since joining the Summit as the two seed. Yeah. So they used to be terrible, right? 
in the summit. In the summit. If we go really, really used to, the the North Dakota women were very good in the NCC no, days. I'm saying in the yeah. SU. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, there, there was a time in the Summit League where they didn't win a basketball game. Right. They didn't even have fans show up. Yep. Well, <laughs> probably still won't, but... Uh, those one dudes come down. They like to party. <laughs> the guy with the, the suit coat? Right. Yeah, right. They only come down, they come down if you make it to Tuesday, the way it looks to me. But we'll see what happens Saturday. <laughs> They're going to take on either Denver or Kansas City. Denver and Kansas City will hold the 7-10 seed. They're going to play the second game Friday at approximately 3 o'clock. Um, sets up for... Who you got in that one? Let's I, pick them. Let's I have, pick them. I have Denver. Okay, I'm, I'm taking Denver, too. Let me go. Yeah. Here we go. The three seed. There we go. The three seed will be the uh, Fighting Hawks of UND, and they're going to go ahead and take on Omaha. That's going to be the second game on Sunday. So there's your your third seed. I I mean, if we're picking all the way out, should we pick it all the way out? We can. All right. Let's rock and roll. Well, if so, if we let's just finish out the bracket then. The four five matchup. Yes. The four five matchup. Pretty interesting. That's going to be the early game on Sunday. That's going to be another twelve thirty start. You're going to have USD versus ORU. Uh, if you want to start picking here, let's just do that. I'm I'm taking USD to win that game. Ooh, I'm taking I am taking ORU. All right. I feel like we're missing somebody down here to make some picks. We'll see. We'll see if we can get him to come down. You're gonna get Sam. Well, You're right. Sam needs to make some picks. Well, there's no pause on this podcast. Nope. So we gotta keep. Well, going. he's only forty feet away. Well, <laughs> tell him to run. <laughs> the uh, well, there, there'd be no surprise that we're taking SDSU all the way right. to the championship game. So let's just be done with that. Hey, Saturday. SDSU. Gonna be a long day on Saturday. Once we uh, start talking the men's side, but SDSU will play at twelve thirty on Saturday. They will play either Western Illinois or St. Thomas. Or Western. So let's see here. Well, I wrote ORU above ORU. Um, so I'm going ORU in that one. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Bison over while we both pick Denver. So I will take the Bison to move on to Monday. Okay. You're 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 gonna have to get your microphone. Is that a cape? <laughs> Of yourself? <laughs> it's a man is it, in a cape? Is that a blanket with your face and your dog? Yeah, I think it is, actually. <laughs> everybody, everybody loves it. You can keep it on. It is cold. It is chilly down asking. here. You're pretty skinny. Well, where's my... Well, I don't know where it is. Um, so, okay. So, you're taking NDSU. Yeah, yep. I'll take NDSU, too. I think they're going to be NDSU. Uh, and then you got North Dakota. I got North Omaha. Dakota over... I got UND over Omaha. So that'll set up a Monday matchup of SDSU-USD, if I'm right. You have ORU. I have SDSU-ORU. Yeah. For the excitement and fun for the Summit League, I'm sure they're hoping for a... Um, <laughs> Not to break things. Gracious. <laughs> right. I'm sure they're hoping for a uh, SDSU-USD. Yeah. Well, who knows, who knows what's going to happen in that one? I mean, that 4-5, that, that's actually a... That could be a decent ball game. Uh... Of course, I'll take SDSU all the way to the championship. Right. We said that. Right. And NDSU, UND. I'm just going to pick chalk on this thing. I'm going to have SDSU taking on the Bison at 1 o'clock on Tuesday, March. I hate NDSU, 7. so I'm going with the Fighting Sioux. All right. You got Hawks. that all written down? I didn't write down your picks, so we'll just I leave this Phil. in your... Well, I know that. We could see that. Written down. We'll, we could, we'll down. examine this uh, next time. 
championship game will be at one o'clock and uh hope you can all be there but otherwise it's going to be live on espnu okay sam you making picks sam, you want to get on this you, you just want to skip the right women's to, right do you to just the want to go to the men's sure okay well this is mine <laughs> okay was this a surprise that i was going to be here for the podcast only or? for him okay <laughs> Hey, in my defense, Jen left this morning to go to Georgia. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> for a work trip. I'm glad you no, said no. to go to Georgia. <laughs> to go to Georgia. Uh, I mean, I think back on Thursday, I think, unless we get another snowstorm. Um, no, I brought her to the airport at 3.30. So let's fly out oh, at 5, right? I went back. She's back. got TSA pre-3.30. Come on. The flight started boarding at 4.20. Oh, the, all the right. Other, Fair enough. Kristen does not have TSA pre-check, and so and Jen had all so her So it took tickets. her seven minutes longer. Right, right, because they did carry on, which I've got them convinced to do. But no, she is in Georgia, I think, right now. So enjoying the nice weather down there while I'm home in the snow with the kids. Talking to us. The kids, right, right. Well, they seem to be fed and in good condition. Right, right. Well... <laughs> It's day one. It's going to be Lord of the Flies come Thursday. Who's who's watching the kids? Dad is. Who's watching Dad? Bubba. <laughs> the dog is. Yes. Well, are we ready? I, I, ready. I, I really think, barring something, you, you hate to predict anything, and we did this a lot during the football season. You don't want to count your chickens, but barring anything just absolutely out of nowhere, I, I like the Jackrabbits to win on the women's side and look forward to following them in the NCAA. Uh, on the men's side, all right, we ready? Yep. Okay. On the men's side, as we all know, Oral Roberts, they earned the top seed for the first time since the 2011-12 season. So the Golden Eagles are going to play the winner of the opening first-round game. That'll be the evening session, Friday at 6 p.m. out at the Premier Center. And that's going to be between Denver and... And UND. Ooh. Denver's not playing at altitude, See, which they love to do. I mean, uh, I mean, that's where they play their home games. Pioneers, 6-12 and 12 in the Summit League. Fighting Hawks, 6-12 and 12 in the Summit League. Uh, Denver just held a tiebreaker because they had a 1-1 record against Western Illinois who swept UND. Hmm. So common opponents, that's, you're going to say right. Denver? I, UND's I'm going with UND. You're gonna take the nine seed, right? I like U and D in that one. They're they're uh, um, they're not at altitude. They're they're in their same elevation as normal. Okay, all right. I U and D actually F- having won as many games as they did this year, losing everything from last year. I mean, they're still bad, but FD, good for them. FDG takes the Fighting Hawks. Sam, what say you? Uh, Somebody's got to write this stuff down here. See, I, I got another one coming down. I'm right. taking Denver to beat North Dakota. You have Denver winning? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you going to write it down or just cuddle yourself in a blanket? <laughs> okay. Are you high? <laughs> what is happening over here? I think he must have been taking a nap. Oh. Did we wake you up at 145? <laughs> I'm going to take Denver. I wrote down D U on my sheet. D-U. Oh, that's a marker. Erasable. <laughs> Here. Right. Second game of Friday. 
that's going to be the 7-10 matchup between Omaha and Kansas City. They're going to get the they're they will play uh, SDSU late Saturday, which is why it's a long day. Right, we have the right. 12:30 women's game and the 8:30 men's game. Are we are we going to stay and watch the women's game then after that, which we normally don't do? Maybe we have a little bit. Oh yeah. I don't need to rush out of there right say, away. Where, where they, are we, where the are we gonna go? Because the alumni, we normally rush out of there because the party the, started. Right, because the men would have played right. the, the one seed, or the, or the women didn't have you know like USD was the number one seed and the men were the number two. Right, seed, so you right? still so have the women were two and right, men were so two, and so you still had some time. But I'm sure we'll cope. Yeeks. but it'll be a long day. Yeah, I, we don't have to rush out of there right. because. The convention center won't be ready to take us back. <laughs> no, right no. I have to wander to the Sheraton, or maybe even across the street. Well, something. Uh, Summit League note: get some food in you. It's a good move. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's a good advice to everybody. That's a good idea. So SDSU is the two seed. As I said, they're gonna they're gonna get the winner of the eight thirty game on Friday. Kansas City and Omaha. Kansas City 7-11 in the Summit League. Mavericks 4-14 four in the Summit League. Now, Kansas City without Shamari Allen is... I'm just going to... You know what? I'm, 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 I'll start. Okay. I'm going to take... It. I'm going to take... Just go out on a limb here. I'm just going to take Omaha. Well, Eric, I wrote down Omaha before oh, you, did. you made that pick. Right. Yep. So I got Omaha. Who you got? Are you going to be... I have Kansas City. Okay, the contrarian. All right. Well, that's smart. And I like the idea... You write it down before we say anything. Well, they're not good, but... Well, I don't think either one of them are great. Right, again, that's that's what I'm saying. I, Kansas City just didn't look great without, without do we, their leader. Do we like this, this, this extra Friday stuff? Well, the view is that any team that... Every team in a conference should have the opportunity to play. I guess for an NCAA. I guess if you except for St. Thomas, for some some people would say <laughs> right because they get a play, but they don't really like it. Doesn't matter. Right? No, they have um, zero pressure. They okay, can't, they can't. I don't. They can't even be in the NIT since that's right. run by the NCAA. We'll finish. We'll finish picking maybe, and I'll give my my opinion on it. No, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> or I'll give it now. This is just the the. The everybody gets a ticket, you know, everybody gets an award. I don't know. If you're not good enough to be there, if you, you can leave out the last place team. You weren't good enough for the last. Well, then you'd have nine. Right. So go with nine and let the number one seed play the, like the two bottom seeds. Just make Saturday, just make it a is Friday there, night. Is have there the, any conference tournament that doesn't let everybody play? Uh, probably not. I don't think so. Well, we should be. That I mean, one. the Big Ten is a week long event. <laughs> true, true. I mean, you can get double buys there. True. I mean, good I think grief. the big, the Big East is the same, right? Yeah. Or ACC. The, everybody gets a chance to play. Fine, fine, fine. Yes, you have to go. But in those, it kind of matters a little bit more because some of those teams, well, not the bottom, bottom ones, but some of them, like I know, they get at, a few at wins, large right? Bit, at right, large gets at bit. large, yeah. where it doesn't matter here. No, it it doesn't. You're right on that point. Okay. Uh, North Dakota State, they earned the three seed, and that actually that took a bit of work. There was a lot more drama over the men's side of the bracket because there was, there was up to five teams. It, NDSU actually had the chance of being a six seed, had things. Wouldn't that have been crazy? So there was a lot of teams that could have been six. NDSU, they get the third seed, 
after West, Western Illinois beats UND on Thursday, so then they go into Fargo, and that's basically the game for the third seed. Right. And the Bison, on a last-second shot at the buzzer, they beat Western Illinois. Was oh, that what happened? Yes. Uh, Bowden Skungberg hits a jump. Skungberg. Skungberg. Uh, never. Uh, hits a jumper at the buzzer. Bison beat Western Illinois 71-69 to earn the three spot. Which for them, they got to be happy about being able to. Well, you want to be the three, right? Because the wanna, four is not wanna, where you want to be. You didn't want to be the four no. or five, but I'd maintain. I don't know. That. Well, let's just so we're gonna pick that one. Okay. USD plays their way out of the seventh seed because right. there was some intriguing thinking. Right, I thought they were gonna play. I thought we would have to play them on Saturday. Well, as of before they started the before we started this week, yes, uh, USD was looking at having to play Friday night. They play their way out of it. They win a tiebreaker with Kansas City because they had a 2-0 record against St. Thomas during the year. And, yes, uh, the Coyotes, they avoid an opening round game thanks to their win over Kansas City in Vermilion. Another reason I don't trust Kansas City at all and why I picked Omaha. So the Bison will take on USD. The late game on Sunday, that should be worth watching, I would think. Yep. I'm going to – we locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. I already have my whole thing filled out. Okay. It's in same, same. Oh, same? Awesome. Okay. Uh, NDS, I pick NDSU over USD. Okay, I'm going with USD. USD wow. Beat, USD beat them by 20 down there. USD will you're, probably you're have right. more fans. Yep. USD, I think the USD fans, they, although they don't like going to the Verm, which nobody does because it's a horrible, horrible place, um, and good luck to my nephew who is going to school down there. Um, that's, have, have fun in the Verm. Um, I think they can. I, I think after they gave NDSU that beat down, that they're gonna give. They're gonna. They're gonna have an upset. The nice. fans, USD fans, are gonna show up. There's gonna be a big crowd. Hey, I'm. If I, you're an SDSU I'm stand, person, I am standing right, for that game. Who, that who do we go there and cheer for? Right? Like we're gonna like USD. the the WIU St. Thomas game is gonna be fun. I we'll just pick a team there. Right? I probably prefer St. Thomas, but whatever. Um, USD NDSU. I hate them both. <laughs> well. You know, I, and, well, and honestly, I think... Maybe it won't be crowded enough. You can come play the dollar game up there. Okay, <laughs> okay. Maybe it won't be crowded enough. You can come down and sit by well, me. I can sit by you, too. Row G I, I think it's is good. where I'm at. I think it's Section 106, a, row G, Eric. Got it. Section 106, row G. Right in that down. Right. Uh, I think that'll be a good game. Well, we're staying Sunday night for that. Yeah. The, early, the earlier contest will be Western Illinois versus St. Thomas. St. Thomas... Man, they they were setting up to be the third seed. They go on to drop two over the weekend. They lose to UND and they lose to NDSU. Ooh, and they slipped a tough loss. All the way. If, when you were looking up, there was plenty of scenarios that worked out that St. Thomas could have been on the three line. They slipped to the five line. They'll play Western Illinois Sunday at six o'clock. What kind of fans? I mean, what kind of fans? How many fans? I'm sure they're wonderful people. How many fans do we think come down from Minneapolis for that St. Thomas game? 342. I like it. Good. Uh, I got it locked in. You guys are already locked in. I'll just say mine. I, I got Western Illinois. St. Thomas has no momentum coming into this tournament. Let's go ahead and just get them out of there so we don't have to play the whole they have no pressure business. They're out. They lose to Western Illinois on Sunday night. <laughs> I got St. Thomas. Got apparently, the uh, uh, apparently there's. All right, Sam. Yep. Okay. 
<laughs> I I can't pick a team that goes up goes to North Dakota loses to the UND and NDSU when they when they have the three seed in their in their grasp. Well, that you can't just tells me that they they lost focus, Eric, and, <laughs> and they'll and, regain it. And they're going to regain it on the drive to Sioux Falls, getting ready for the Summit League. Um, they probably better leave tomorrow because it's who knows what's in the weather forecast. Really? No, no. probably Thursday. I would assume they all have to be here Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Well, I would think they're going to shoot around Thursday. I'm right. sure there's a schedule. We're not part of it. The uh, All right, let's continue picking these games. So then who do we have? So I have ORU moving to the championship game. Yeah, I got ORU as well. Yeah, yep. I have them playing Western Illinois. Right. Same. Right. Yep. Obviously, SDSU over Omaha. We had... SDSU yep. play NDSU. I have SDSU winning that game I over have, the Bison. I have SDSU over USD have, or NDSU. I have, I have SDSU right. over NDSU. Yep. Right. So we're setting up for, an, for a, rematch a rematch of, of this past Saturday. And SDSU wins it in a stunner. <laughs> hey, I picked them too. Amazing. <laughs> That's right. Sam, SD, who do you have? SDSU wins it in a stunner. 68-65. <laughs> oh, wow. I think that's the type of game. So, I don't know. We probably won't be able to podcast next week. Unless well, I... Sunday's kind of busy. I mean, I do like to go sit out there because it's not crowded right. Sunday afternoon and watch the women's contest. We'll have to think about the schedule. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure it out. We have a birthday party down in Iowa on Sunday, so I won't be at any of the women's games. But we will should be back for for the men's games. There's a birthday party every week, isn't there? Well, it was Wes's birthday yesterday. Oh, right. He turned 70. Well, well happy, happy birthday, happy Wes. Birthday, Wes. And then Wade's birthday is on the 28th, and I don't know how old he is turning. Probably 40, 40, 39? I don't even know. You don't know how many years younger your brother is than you? I was a senior when he was a freshman, but he was an old freshman. I think he's going to probably be 41. I'll peg him at 41. I think he turned 40 last year, so I'm going to put him at 41. All right. There's a lot right. of kids. Hey, fam- in our family, there was a lot of us in our family. Oh, you need a spreadsheet. And we did not care about birthdays growing up. Like, I, f- I find that shocking. We didn't write. Like, they were happy birthday, go rake hay. Right? <laughs> I think, Except for. I think Hallmark has a credit or a <laughs> right, card that right. says that. Except for, I mean, Wade couldn't rake hay in February. But for me and Mark, it was happy birthday, now go rake hay. That sounds like you miss <laughs> So, so the ages of all our family, and I'm bad with ages and that sort of stuff, but the ages of all our family and birthdays really were an irrelevant, irrelevant thing. Well, based on everything, I mean, obviously, I, I think once you get below ORU and SDSU, it's it's a crapshoot at the at the men's side. Definitely a crapshoot on the women's side, except for SDSU. Right, but except for our women. I'm I'm again very hopeful that on Tuesday we'll have a reason to watch both games. Yes, yes, I, that's what, I mean, I take Monday and Tuesday off and with the anticipation of yep. being out there to watch a team in blue. I'm ready for the Summit League. It's a, I got a new plan this year. Oh. I have a credit card that has no transactions on it. So, <laughs> with that statement comes through, I can just move that total right into Microsoft Money uh. so I don't have, <laughs> it's very simple. Uh, so you can see how much you spend during right, the summit league right right it's all one credit card devoted to summit league and mark so is coming down is mark going to be I, here on he, friday he threatened to be here saturday <laughs> saturday the game start on saturday I, that's what i said what time is he leaving i don't know 
Maybe he can tweet at the podcast. Keep everybody. Right. They can Keep follow him like they follow the bison. Like the bison. This is the Mark tracker. The Mark tracker. Right. I, th- I think he should put it on there when he goes through. I would assume his route would take him. I don't even know. Probably not through New Ulm or Mankato. That would seem foolish. It's probably through the LB, like Ben. Sam, how's your schedule regarding uh, basketball and or school in terms of watching all this March early madness? Okay, so you're you're ready to roll. Ready to roll. Nice. Anything further on the uh, summer league tournament? I don't know. I just noticed his volume was down, so we probably haven't picked up a whole lot from Sam. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Lincoln uh, Lincoln sub varsity, as you put it, a lot is all done. I think the total losses for the entire sub varsity was eight. No. Yeah. Or no, first so oh subversity four. four right or the three. freshmen lost one game yeah we lost one the sophomores lost two games one, one game and J- so three three. three yeah JV only lost I know the JV only lost one game I thought the sophomores lost two games oh yeah they did lose but two. Uh, looks like it's Brandon and lost to Brandon and then to uh, Washington no Jefferson Jefferson. So the future, it looks like the future Lincoln, of Lincoln, Lincoln is Lincoln basketball seems like it's pretty bright, pretty exciting. Well, before we wrap this up, I we did uh, square away some time for the Iowa Hawkeye report from one <laughs> right. first down guy. So keep it. Let let's keep this brief. <laughs> I will keep it brief. So after last week's game, so when I get I got home from Sam's get basketball game yesterday, or no, before I left for Sam's basketball game, it was an incredibly close game. Um, the Iowa game. Iowa. It was Iowa, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Kelly Pfeiffer. Where in the world is Kelly Pfeiffer? Or where in the United States is Kelly? Well, Kelly was in Iowa City for that game. There was a foul. Thought he may have gone out of bounds. I think that was the play. Kelly had a foul before the out of bounds. I, that's And then I left right afterwards. But Fran gave Kelly a stare down that was just super awkward. Fran took a step towards Kelly. Kelly took a step towards Fran. Kelly kept his cool, in in my opinion. Kelly should have and probably Kelly could have and easily should have teed up Fran, and it would have lost the game for the Hawkeyes, which could have potentially kept them out of the NCAA tournament. That was a big win for Iowa yesterday. And Fran could have completely screwed that up. And I feel like Fran needs to, like, there's times where the the other night when it was out of control where he got a technical whatever this game you guys are still in this game and they came back and were able to win that thing tied it up in regulation on a last second well there's two seconds left three pointer and then won it in overtime and if Fran gets a T as he probably should have he no bueno they don't get that win and there you have. So what are what are your thoughts on it, Eric? I well, showed it to you, you did, earlier. You, you showed you and asked you your showed opinion. Me the video as a, uh, and I said I said from the high school perspective, when he takes that step towards the official, you would be within your rights, right? But not mandated to assess a technical foul because that could be construed as trying to intimidate an official. Right. So had had Mr. Pfeiffer gave him a technical foul, uh, but. That would be very easy to defend. Well within his means and reasons. I think credit goes to the official for understanding the situation that you're in, understanding the game, understanding the time, and being 
I'll just go ahead and be in the bigger guy in that in that particular in that isolated situation. Right. Again, I did not see the whole game. I don't have the whole context, but based on that part, that's that's what I told you. But. Right. It, it seemed like there was a lot of fouls <laughs> called because both teams were in the bonus. It it seemed like a, quite early um, in the second half. Uh, I don't refereeing a, a Division One, refereeing any basketball can be difficult, particularly refereeing a Big Ten men's basketball game. And we even saw very good officials, ORU, SDSU, uh, they, they did a great job. And I, I know there's plenty of people. Uh, one thing I noticed going in the hospitality room at SDSU at halftime, first question somebody asked is, did you think that was a foul? Well, Let's not be so focused on what's going on there. What I think is there was too many turnovers. That's what right. I think. SDSU didn't lose that game right. because of anything the refs did. They lost the game because of their own turnovers. There's such a focus on worrying about what they're doing as opposed to worrying about right. the game. So that's my slight soapbox that you drug me into with your Iowa Hawkeye report. I just I like to I get know. the view from I a referee. Because you watch, you watch a basketball game. With a different perspective than other people, like I know most, it's, it's inferior to everybody else, <laughs> right? But it's what, but it's similar to like I would assume how most people who ref basketball games watch a game. They probably keep their eyes on the refs a little bit more than the rest of us, Solid. where the rest of us probably are just completely reactionary to what takes place in that moment, as opposed to seeing the whole the whole picture. Well, we're moving on to March, and uh, uh, tensions get higher. Right. It's a lot of win and go home situations. Right. I get it. I mean, there's a lot of emotions. It's I think that's what makes it fun, but let's hopefully not have any situations that ruin what could have been a fun thing by right. focusing too much on Right. And everybody's right. trying to do a good job. I mean no yeah, nobody's trying to take somebody out of a game. Yeah. No, no more than any player goes up and shoots a three and misses. They weren't right. trying to miss. They weren't trying to miss, right? <laughs> like, Every time somebody shoots a shot, they are with full anticipation that it's going to go in the basket. Absolutely. So it kind of comes down know. to that. Kaylin Clark is an amazing basketball player. She has missed a free throw. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's wrap this thing up. I, I mentioned attacks from Canada. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, attacks, not attacks. No, A T T A C K S, I believe. Yes. Uh, so for decades, the wild pigs have been just laying waste to crops, spreading disease, even killing deer and elk in our country and in Canada. Right. But now we need to be concerned because we might be under the threat of a Canadian super pig. A giant, quote, incredibly intelligent, highly elusive beast capable of surviving cold climates by tunneling under the snow, and it's, impo- it's poised to infiltrate the United States. So, the, the super pig. The super pig. The, the super pig is the result of crossbreeding domestic pigs with wild boars, basically to fuel the hunt- hunting. So they did this on purpose? A little bit. Well, that was stupid. And the thing is... Uh, it is, it is kind of a hunting sport. I mean, right. you, you they go do, down to Texas You do not it. want to walk the, through the a cornfield hogs. in Texas and not be ready. Right. To, that's right. a little right. dangerous because well, feral hogs here's, are dangerous. Here's the thing everybody's got to remember with hogs, right? Especially a sow. If there aren't any pigs in her, there's pigs on her. Right? So if there's pigs on her, there's, if there's no pigs on her, there's pigs in her. Right. Hogs, like, the hog population can explode very quickly. Absolutely. Not being... Being unsupervised. And that's what happened here. So it's a relatively recent problem. 
Basically, up till 2002, according to this article, there's barely any wild pigs in either country, but the population exploded in the past eight years. So, well, that's because they took all the guns away from Canadians. Well, that's possible. <laughs> through through maple donuts. Oh, them, this is a horrible country. They uh. So apparently, hogs are hogs are smart. Yeah, they're not dumb. When yeah. they, according to according to uh, this guy that works with the, uh, basically the Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, we'll call it their game fish and wildlife. That hogs, when they understand they're being attacked or hunted, they become completely nocturnal, very elusive, hiding in heavy forest cover, and then they can also disappear into wetlands. So this is what I found. You're right. Get to the interesting part. This is no, part of the I, interesting I, part. The pigs survive extreme weather. One of the things in Canada they thought, even if these wild pigs get whatever, they'll never survive the winter. So it'll, right. it'll solve itself like mosquitoes or you know other bugs. It's just wait. It, the hogs don't survive the winter. I thought you said they can burrow in. They do. And so, but warm. this was the the prevailing idea was that the hogs won't survive the winter. Ah, but they, but do. they do. The pigs right. survive because they're smart. They the don't pigs have... survive extreme weather by tunneling up to two meters under the snow. Two meters that's, that's is away, <laughs> right? How come the polar bears aren't eating them? I, well, they can't find them. Or the black bears. So here's how they find them. They're so warm inside that cave that they tunneled into that's how they find the pigs so they fly in, obviously in planes first thing right. in the morning and then when it's colder than negative 30 you're actually going to see steam just pouring up out of the top of the snow and then you know that hogs have so tunneled. that's where they know the hogs are at. yeah can you imagine that though <laughs> you're out walking around and there's steam coming right 25 hogs come barreling out of there at you. out of the snow that's right as if they're an army as if as if they're the. Uh... What if you walk? You we've all walking through the, this. We've the, all walking through the shelter belt, and your foot goes down. You right. Know, where that Suddenly, thing... now I'm in a pit <laughs> of pigs. That's right. It's wild. Um, huh. I had something. I lost it. Did you know that they use hogs to find truffles? Do you know what truffles are? Oh, absolutely. Right. I they feel use... like we talked about. That okay, on this I think maybe we have because truffles are terrible. They should just let the hogs eat them. Oh, they're but bad. I don't think they're good, but I don't like. Apparently, mushrooms. they're super valuable. You're, they're a delicacy. Yeah. It's like if you, finding those. If you uh, enjoy them, I think they're trash. I can't say. I get a lot of food with truffles on it. <laughs> Been in some truffles. <laughs> they, uh, so here's another way they find them. Okay. They use a Judas pig. Oh, to lure them out. Yep. A lone pig is captured and fitted with a GPS collar, then released into the wild where they hopefully join a group of unsuspecting Genius. swine. Genius. And then what do they do? Just just mow them down. Just take out a bunch of guns and just shoot them shoot them down. So well, that's as as long as you know if they kill them, get them butchered, bring them to your local food pantry. I think it's a wonderful idea. So I think we're battling back. The humans? Yes. Well, so like, or even our country? Okay. Now, okay. I I know you only went to a couple basketball games this year. Right. But sorry, you uh, you recall the howl for a foul. At Frost Arena, yes? The, yes, because the, the F-O-W-L, right? With the Buffalo Wild Wings? Is that right. what we're talking yes, about? Yes, okay. yes, uh, yes, yes. Yep. F-O-W-L. Yep. You're familiar with that? For yes. people that aren't familiar, in the fourth quarter of the women's game and the second half of a men's game, second half of the second half of a men's game, if the opponent has two free throws and they miss both, it's free wings for everybody. 
For, is there a certain day? Well, not hour. Uh, like, wait, like what are the, the next day? Okay, the next day on Monday. I kind of feel like you need the the Jackrabbit app. It is for the students. Okay, so it's just students can go get the but free wings. That led me to think about how Virginia Tech is helping to solve our our swine problem. Well, that's a good place to go. Now, I ho- hopefully this plays okay. This is from Virginia Tech's win or game against uh, Florida this week. Bacon for everyone. Boy, Slow Show would love that. <laughs> I think I think Chad at the Iowa State Fair won free bacon for a year one time. How much is bacon for hey, you? Is that one slice a day? <laughs> no, I we'll have to have him. I know he did win bacon for a year, but I don't know like what the quantity was from the Iowa pork producers i would assume i'm sure if chad happens to listen he will uh he'll let us know on twitter well thank you virginia tech for uh that that's exciting that is fun and watching that clip everybody can find the crowd was ecstatic because who doesn't like bacon right bacon for everybody even if you're a vegan and you smell bacon you're gonna try it and then your veganism will go away (laughs) right i don't care right who you are bacon is a it's it's more of a delicacy than what did Ron what did Ron Swanson say on Parks and Rec that <laughs> vegans just have a poor moral compass <laughs> right <laughs> well, that should gets people fired up <laughs> remember what that what Ron Swanson is a is a treasure tr- national treasure yes when he <laughs> when he just is taking the turkey bacon or whatever that fake bacon and just taking it throw it in the garbage he's like I'll have another and can, are you, <laughs> sir you can't do that and then April starts doing it as well like you should never serve this fake bacon to anybody it's That's horrible right. right I'm saving the masses from what is not bacon he really is you know what I'm excited Summit League most wonderful time of the year I, I think we've uh, covered everything that needs to be covered today I think so hey Sam you gonna get on in this big you, you lead it off Go big. Go blue. Go Jacks.